every now and then I get to visit my parents, and when I do, they have regular TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's an interesting look back. It's like so archaic and charming now. What do they watch on regular TV? I don't know. It's oh. sort of weird, right? But mostly, like, the only time I use regular TV is to watch sports. I like sports. I don't care who knows. But what I guess a there's nerd. a factor of regular TV, right? Like, um, what a nerd. So, like, that's, that's like, a normal thing to watch on regular TV. And, I, you know, I get a lot less sports now that I'm only streaming because mm-hmm. I have to go, like, specifically oh, go look out a game. <laughs> I can't just have Sports Center on a 30-minute loop. I mean, you could, though. There's a there's an ESPN streaming service you can just like oh. leave it playing wherever it's playing. Finally, he, no, he's right. Did, did you know Sports Center looped? Did you know it's Sports Center? No. Okay. Well, I will Sports say Center, Sports Center loops there is a throughout sm- the day. Huh. Oh, okay, I'll say one thing. Uh huh. Back when we watched TV, and commercials came on, you had two minutes to run to the bathroom and grab a snack. Yeah. And it was great. Uh, it wasn't great because commercials breaks. were garbage and I hated when TV shows would just stop in the middle. But now I have to rely on my own will to stop enjoying what I'm watching, pause it, leave and go do things what? and come back. Doesn't and that make I you don't... a better person one way or the other? It might, like, but does it mean is, I like it more? I don't know. Time? I mean, yes, I do. It's definitely mm-hmm. worth it. Streaming is significantly better. Yeah. But right. time, anytime you want it, because I'm not beholden to Time <coughs> Warner's uh, iron fist over my time. I'm, I'm just I saying, like... like like, you're watching an episode of House with the family, because yeah. uh, your family watches House, which is not advised as a family activity, but you know, whatever. My family watched House. Uh, uh, me too. <laughs> so, well, now we came know, out fine. The cautionary tale has been <laughs> yeah. So, and then, like, you're watching House, and then the commercial break comes on, and Dad meets the TV, and he's like, somebody go get me another Coke. And then everybody else, uh, mostly being my parents, are like, I think he has this and this. No, that's stupid. He probably has such and such, which they're both always wrong because they're guessing actual medical things because they're both in the actual medical field yeah. and house is based on fantasy. But, you know, they, they give guesses. There's discussion on the episode going on. And like nowadays it's how like, could there possibly be this? I, I remember show, like, house. like we're, we were watching Avatar at Ian's and there's like no discussion between episodes because at the end of one episode, Actually, it's just the next episode. I, I'm, I'm. Honestly, totally fine with pausing something. Yeah, he's an avid episode discusser. Right, I think this bothers a lot of people. I like to discuss episodes too. We all do. We're all talkers. Yeah, yeah. You just gotta pause it. But like, I mean, pausing. TV used to give me that pause, and now Mm -hmm. I get to decide the pause. Yeah, and I don't like that. I don't like the increased (laughs) element of choice that comes from streaming. I feel like it makes it, bringing this word back, incestuous. I only watch things that I'm interested in. I only watch things that I'm interested in. I filter especially. But I actually like the freedom of going to a hotel and then looking at TV Guide and being like, is Swamp Boys on? Do I get to watch Swamp Boys, Russell Alligators, or 90 Day Fiance? I get to learn about things in the culture that I would never seek out. And I I appreciate that about TV. I like the randomness of it. I like the structure. I like if I don't do something in this window of time, it is gone because Rachel, I do not like the freedom of having every single choice. day. You just call it YouTube. It's, I love it, YouTube it, recommendations. I love autoplay on YouTube. So Facebook does the exact the same thing. thing, right? And like, there is a lot of great art in the creative space in YouTube and in streaming. Not saying there isn't, but like, at no point would I like actively choose to go seek out things like the infomercial block on Adult Swim. But if it's on and I'm up, then I'll get to see like random garbage like broom shakalaka Wait. or anything from wham city comedy that you thing, just though, made I, a fantastic point i have though, seen this because i do actually miss 
those 2 a.m. infomercials and being like, is this real? Can I buy this? Like, infomercials are bad for like the first two minutes, but then five minutes in, you realize you've been watching for five minutes, and then 10 minutes in, now you're watching for the product, and then 20 minutes in, you're like, why am I still watching this? And it's really only an experience you can get with TV. We have different experiences. I, uh, I, YouTube recommends I, that kind of weird stuff for I me. I feel like which, what's actually so. happening is... Yes, but choosing to watch infomercials is different right, than just so you, watching TV until it turns into an infomercial and you being like, I have nothing else to do because I have insomnia. Is it, <laughs> <laughs> so this is my life it's so much like it, actually one thing is like now that there's kind of the streaming i can i would honestly rather watch the same show twice yeah than watch middle of the night infomercials no you're it, definitely uh, right it's much better to do that but just the experience of having had that i know modern uh, kids now these I new have, popular like, kids that are trending in today <laughs> what are my children gonna watch at 8 a.m on saturday morning Spons avatar the last airbender it's wow, two weird. good answers. But I'm just saying, like... We got this figured out. Did y'all used to do that as a kid? You used to wake up on no, Saturday? No, I never woke up on Saturday morning. Saturday mornings are for sleeping. Sa- I woke up on yeah. Saturday. Pokemon. And I would we watch, watch Pokemon. Fuck, uh, I'm not going to swear. I would watch uh, you Yu-Gi-Oh. I know I can, but I'm not going to. You just Okay, did. well, what did you um, fucking watch, Ricky? <laughs> all right. I would watch, like, Yu-Gi-Oh and Digimon and, like, all those, like, Pokemon. Saturday morning Pokemon cartoons. Pokemon was a good one. Pokemon was on. Wow. Whoa. Wow. Hot Get out of this house. Wow. Anyways. I don't, I don't I'll crack your Pokemon. shins. Pokemon's fine. It's That's just it wasn't enough. It wasn't as good as Digimon. But what is your point? But you like, can still wake up was, Saturday and watch cartoons. Was like, it was like this is Saturday cartoons. You and can like, still do that. Like, but like, but now I have to like actively choose which cartoons I'm watching. Yeah, the worst feeling was waking up too early or too late on Saturday and having to suffer through that show you don't like or missing your show by ten minutes and having to watch the last Here's twenty minutes thing, of that right? show. What is your big thing? I would never have watched Sailor Moon ever in my life. I agree with Sailor Moon. I, 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 but I you would know also why watch I watched Taylor, Sailor Moon? Because it came on right before Because it came on before Pokemon. But, um, See, it brought it, TV broadens your taste because of the seemingly random element. I never watched Sailor Moon. And see, look at what happened. Yep. Agreed. I think but, you, like, <laughs> there's a lot of, like, things that, like, happen like that where it's like, I wouldn't watch. I wish I had watched well, see, Sailor Moon. I would occasionally do things like click on the wrong YouTube good. video and learn about a whole like new it. thing. I really like totally the wrong. I don't click on the wrong YouTube video. Look at you, Mr. Dexterity. I agree. I think I'd like Sailor Moon a lot. We should, we should watch it after this, in fact. Let's just podcast actually, about Sailor Actually, Moon. I really like TV shows that have multiple female characters that I can choose to relate to, like one specific one. Oh, you one. would love Sailor Moon. You yeah, because they have all the different personality ones, right? Like, My Little Pony also probably would have been a good option for me when I was a child, but as an adult, I find them mostly unrelatable. The problem with Sailor Moon <laughs> is it's, it's, it's very, very 80s. It's very, very That eight, is not a problem. It's 90s. Eight, eight, it's eight, 90s. Get your decades right. The mayor was from the 80s. It's like Japan. It's like, it's, it's just a little, it's got like a, a sort of a veneer of unfamiliarity over it because it's not, it's like watching through static kind of. Not, and I love that veneer of unfamiliarity. It's fine. It's just, it's, there's just one, one degree of separation for relatability. That's all. Okay. I'll, I'll go look I up like, like a I, video I or Sailor something. Man. The reason just, I watch TV is to broaden my own experience and to experience different things. And so the random element of TV and watching things that were made in different countries makes it doubly interesting for me. You know, most streaming services still have an autoplay button you can TV? turn on. I'm trying to figure out why I watch the shows that I watch. Mostly they were on when I was allowed to be near the television. Well, those are shows that I, I watched. I got into Buffy because um, the college cable network that I had at Texas Tech played two episodes of Buffy every morning mm. at 6 a.m. and then at 7 a.m. and I had class at 8 a.m. So when I'm trying to get myself into a, a live person mental status, I turn on the TV so I can like have noise 
and so I watched like an episode of half of Buffy every morning. Not gonna lie, one time we went on vacation to Corpus Christi and we stayed at a lake house, mm-hmm. and I watched and it rained for like two days. McCree, hi. And I, uh, so we didn't have anything to do, so I stayed at home, and I also got sick. And for two days, I watched only Golden Girls. And it was a great experience. Thank you for being a friend. Yeah, <laughs> you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Golden Girls, it was really, really wonderful. Uh, and I wouldn't have had that experience had I been able to pick. I had to, I had to force myself into Golden Girls, and honestly, it was worth it. I will say, so one experience. thing, though, like, back on my... On the side of and the uh, nanny, it got me into the nanny, and that oh was a gosh, huge yeah. part of my <laughs> life. The <laughs> nanny was such a big part of my life. Sitcoms work very differently now compared to this. I just uh, um, this is actually related to the same point. Like I didn't start following TV shows with stories until I could watch them uh, at my demand. So it was back in the days it was uh, DVDs when we could rent DVDs. We didn't watch stories with or shows with stories in them because if you missed one, you're out. You know, it's or who knows oh, when they come yeah. on. So like when my family for rented Alias like oh. disc by disc, <laughs> that's when I started following TV shows for stories mm-hmm. and for I mean that's why I watch it now is for writing and I wouldn't have done that with I. That's there's true. Different kinds of things like sitcoms can work because they're bottled, right? Uh, SpongeBob is is you know the the seven minute episodes, the eleven minute episodes. There's certain kinds of storytelling you can do, but it's all very encapsulated. Um, I would not would have not been exposed to long form uh, episodic storytelling without some kind of repeatable playability. I think that's true. I think streaming definitely demanded a higher quality of movie and TV writing. Which easily. I think, like, yeah, it's perfect for right now. Like now, there's this, <clears throat> yeah. this Kyle and I have talked on other podcasts about uh, the MCU revolution of Kevin Feige and, and yeah. Disney just like totally reinventing storytelling. Yeah, and they're doing it. It's great. It's um, it's it's. It's very interesting because they're going back to a weekly format. Like Disney Plus is still, it's not just dumping it all to binge. Yeah. But it's, uh, it is a crafted, like, uh, storytelling experience that you can expect your people to be able to watch week by week without interruption. Yeah. I miss the weekly, honestly. Like, me and my family, we had Heroes. Every right. Monday night, we watched Heroes. Every Tuesday night, House was on. Like, you know, and that sounds like lame and weird and stuff, but like, we like look forward like that Monday mm-hmm. night, and if we missed a Monday night Heroes, we were like mm-hmm. scouring TV guides to like when are they gonna replay Heroes? Yeah. I think like some shows I like I like being able to binge, and some shows I like that they're coming out weekly. But like there's now, a- if I want to watch a show with my family, it's just like well, let's just watch like all of it right now. There's a difference like- between good and nostalgic, though. Also, yes, it's right. True. And, I think that's a, and I think that they're both valid, but I think that experiencing a lot of those things now would just be objectively worse. I mean, yeah, there's a worseness to it, but... Um, or, well, I mean, it would probably be about the same as when we did it before, but we remember the old stuff as being better than it actually... Right, like, It would just right. be, it'd be just as annoying now, but we wouldn't... It, well, I don't know, I mean, maybe, maybe, things, maybe, Ricky, your mind is powerful enough that you can be sitting there through the third Waffle Maker commercial in a row going, yes. I have a this fun is, topic. Have you ever revisited something out of nostalgia and found out it was way worse than you remember? Yep. Okay. Like, how do you... Because jelly shoes or so mistake? Bad. I was thinking Aragon, but okay. Okay, sure. No, it all, it all works. Aragon. It all I works. There, yeah, there's lots of people who <laughs> about this. Um, I was, okay, well, Rachel and I understand the jelly shoes. I also liked ads. Ads? Like the, I don't like them, right? Back when they weren't ads. Ads is a dirty word, but they were commercials, right? Okay. Um, I don't know. Like, It's not like I'm looking forward to commercials or anything, like some weird like Super Bowl. I'm just here for the commercials person, but like... That was me. I yeah. was here for the yeah. commercials. Um, well, I feel attacked. But like, 
don't know. <laughs> this there's man like, likes commercials and he thinks I'm dumb for like especially like, <laughs> like Christmas commercials and stuff like that are cool and like yeah. and weirdly incestuous sometimes with that Folgers one. Okay, since this word has been brought up twice, I yeah. actually think it's very important to there's not important, but uh I'm incredibly fond of this word. And the only reason is because when I first met Ian and Rachel, Rachel was on an incestuous word kick. And so she used it for everything. It was like the very first time. So it was early on in Kyle and I's relationship and we were heading to Colorado and you said it like multiple times in the car. And I remember after the trip I went to Kyle and I was like, why is this the word that Rachel uses? And he was like, it's just the word Rachel is currently using. She'll find another word later. And you just use the word uh, incestuous like instead of... It, instead right? of uh, seen what? The coffee one. Instead of meta. The Folgers right, I was, I was actually about There's to say so that. There's so many Folgers oh my God, no, no, no. I didn't mean to hit you. The you did mean to hit you. You guys know the one I'm talking about, right? I, okay, I, I love that for all the Folgers time, yeah. Yeah. I have no we, idea what okay. this is. It's like the guy, you. The guy comes have. home... And the mom wakes he, up. He's here. He's here. <laughs> From two rooms away. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, they sit down, they're having Folgers, they talk a little bit. And she, like, puts the bow on him, and she's like... It's little sister, and she's like... Because he, he's coming back from Africa when he's on a mission trip or something. Or and, a war. And I don't he's know. He's like, I got you something. She's like, I love it. And then she takes the bow off it and sticks it on his chest, and he's like, what's that? He's like, you're my present this year. She says it like, mm. you're my present. The thing and, is, <laughs> like, they have and, such and good cute. chemistry. That's yeah, the problem. Yeah, I think the actors yeah. were just vibing on that <laughs> it is, it's, it's supposed to be brother and sister, but like the first time you see it, you're like, oh. you're just like... <laughs> You're like that was a husband and wife, right? No, that was okay. a brother and sister. Because then the parents come like, down. At, yeah. At one point, she says "sister," right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, she bro- says "sister." I'm pretty sure. So, I love good commercials. Yeah, exactly. But they're better when they're not interrupting my great show. And like when I going, go on oh. YouTube then you're binges. Going out of your way to watch ads. That means the but ad like, is so good that I would just, do that. But Actually, see, if I'm just too, watching I... a TV show and the Hershey's Kisses ringing like bells to We Wish You a Merry Christmas comes on, you're not watching. I'm happy. You're not watching good enough TV shows like, if you are if you don't mind the interruption for shitty ads. You also <laughs> said your dad muted the TV for discussion, so like... At the end... You're, you're only remembering the ones that are worth unmuting for. It's a, it's this a, is true. Mm, this is true. This I will is say, important. We're just going to destroy, destroy your childhood I, right for here. For every good... Hershey's Kisses commercial, there's like 80 million Geico ads that I have never heard. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. a better yeah. thing for No, you just think. go YouTube best commercials. You can do that, yeah. I mean, you can do that, and then you don't have to interrupt whatever the hell I you're doing. Along with the general elevation of TV as an art form, uh, commercial making has become elevated. It's just like an art form that nobody wanted to be better, but now they have to make it better. Yeah. So people don't, like, there's a the whole art of sticking your entire ad in the first five seconds, even so though it's a 30 skip. second ad so that you can still get your point across before oh, the skip. Oh, right, there are still commercials. The meta. Um, There's the, the world's shortest, the world's shortest uh, Super Bowl commercial. You guys heard about that, right? No. No. Because, um, like, you can buy, you can buy ad space during the Super Bowl by the second. Right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Miller, because, of course, Miller. Miller what? Beer. It's the company. Miller, Miller, oh, Miller beer? beer? Yeah. Okay. They bought a one second ad slot of Super Bowl time. Oh, did they like flash a beer up or something? Millions. It, it's just like the, the, you remember the Miller High Life guy? Oh, yeah. It's just him. He flashes on screen. He goes, High Life! And then it's over. And but it's the entire Here's ad. the deal. Here's the deal. That's pretty cool. People talked about them buying that one second ad, right? Yeah. They got two ads. Exactly. They got two exactly. ads. Smart. Smart. There was like, there's whole like advertising classes that you can take. I actually just hate when take. football interrupts my commercials. 
Wow. Yeah, I would, I, would, I would rank those there. Yeah. And then I can I can be angry at the football interrupting my commercials, interrupting my show while I'm waiting for the next pitch to be thrown in baseball. So I completely <laughs> agree. Actually, I'm inter- I'm mad when baseball interrupts my life, and that that's just it a doesn't. Thing that it's exists. just on the background. It doesn't do nothing <laughs> to nobody unless you. The greatest thing about baseball is that he should not be playing with that. But anyways. Um, the greatest thing about baseball is all the fake stats. There's literally nothing great about baseball. Baseball is all about so, making up stats. The greatest thing about baseball it. is that I'm allowed to hate it so openly so that when I go and nothing is good about baseball, everyone's like, okay. I will say <laughs> my, my favorite part about baseball is, because I've always said my family is an Astros fan, not a baseball fan. Like, we yeah. don't really care much about the sport. We just care about, you know, supporting Houston team, whatever. Yeah. But, like, going to a ballpark and just being around at a game is fun. It's it doesn't awesome. involve um, watching the game at all. Right. Doesn't have to. It's just kind of, it's like it's like going to an uh, an American spirit themed uh, theme park. It's just like it's just sort of a weird thing that you don't get anywhere else. Yeah. No, I I did not grow up watching sports. Also, my parents had a really weird relationship with TV because my dad watched it all the time and mm-hmm. my mom watched it never, and they were both just completely different on this. So. All TV time in my household was given to you know me and my sisters. There are three of us. That's we fair. Won. And then after we get no, went that to bed, makes I guess, sense. That's yeah. also why my parents started renting DVDs, because like, after we went to bed, they could watch whatever. Mm-hmm. Was there another TV question? That's the whole TV topic, really. The whole TV topic. I mean, I figured we would tangent pretty hard. We stuck it pretty well on this I one. tried on the yeah, incestuous thing, but you're over here trying to bring it back to your nostalgic preference of commercials. Mm-hmm. He's incestuous with his own memories. Oh, oh my gosh. Wow. Okay, oh my calm goodness. down. I will. Let's all calm down. Wait, I can tangent this. I was watching a Dr. Phil earlier about second co- first cousins that got married yeah. and they were this on Dr. Is a Phil. bad tangent. They were on Dr. I uh, wholeheartedly disagree with the idea that you think that there are bad conversations. This is okay, not well, true. Actually, that's a, different, that's a different conversation. There are definitely bad conversations. I don't think we're in danger. There are of bad yeah. conversations, but it's not like uh, anything we've brought up. I'm sure we've gotten couple, close to a couple, but I'm... I don't really think so. I don't think we have bad conversations. I think, I think if we so, were bad people, we could have bad conversations. Did I ever tell you, like, the greatest... Like, what do you think is, like, the coolest magic thing from Harry Potter? The coolest magic thing from Harry Potter? Yeah, like, the this magic. Is, like a, is this, like, a morality uh, test? No, 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 this is not. No, it's Because just a, I know the right answer, because it's the coolest object that gets described, and it's... Uh, it's the Slughorn from book six. Slughorn's the professor. Yeah. And he's all about, like, hanging out with cool people, and he likes hanging out with cool people. Yeah. He has a device in his, for, like, his parties. Yeah. That makes time slower oh, if yeah. conversation is good, and it speeds time oh. up if conversation is bad. Oh. And it's definitely, like... An that's awesome, an interesting idea. I don't. An awesome idea of that's a magic actually a really item. good question. Like, what's the best magic thing about Harry Potter? Yeah, like, like what's the, the coolest like, thing. What's the coolest so anyone magic who item? says Quidditch is wrong, Quidditch doesn't make any sense. Sorry, I shouldn't have started off my favorite thing with just shitting on someone well, else's last, favorite uh, thing. But last time we had this discussion, you were on the side that Quidditch was a good game. I oh no, okay, sorry. I think Quidditch is fine, but it should never be your favorite thing about the Harry Potter okay, world. I mean, the uh, my favorite thing about the Harry Potter world is it, it's from the meta analysis standpoint of how well she manages to use such shallow world building to make such uh, deep detail so effectively. Like it is. This one, is not the question. The question is, what is your favorite magic? magic it's thing. real magic. <laughs> oh like, my god! No, none of it holds up. None of it, that, the, the plot is held up by magic. I don't. It's, uh, this discussion. Is I love dumb it. It's so. It's, it's very times. very good writing. The uh, conversation has been had too many No, times? the one about Harry Potter being shallow world building. Like, I oh, feel I like agree. Every time we have a get together, we talk. Sorry, podcast. I feel people. like every time um, about Harry Potter is a 
I've talked about every time we bring up Harry Potter, but I like, only I mine gets... I want to say Patronus, but only because I know that's the most obvious answer, and it's not actually that interesting. I mean, Time Turner's pretty cool. If the Time Turner's okay. okay. That's too much power. Uh, the Time Turner's okay. I like that the wands are individual per person. I like the individuality of the world. Like, you get your own right. wand that's, like, attached to you, and your your Patronus is attached to you, and, like, the t- like everything you do heavily relies yeah, on like, the type of person that you kind of are. Yeah, was, that's wasn't a there, fun like, aspect one person whose like Patronus that. was, like, a salmon or something, like... Do you want to be salmon? salmon Ron's that would definitely suck. There's a lot of otters. things. There's a lot of things that are like bullyable in sure. the Harry Potter world. Like, that's adorable. What is what? The like uh, Hermione's Patronus is an otter, and Ron has a dog that chases otters. Yeah, that makes that's sense. That's cute. I, I think uh, broomsticks could kind of get undersold. People talk about oh, Quidditch all the time. Flying, but just flying is great, right? Yeah. I don't understand how one broom is better than the next broom. I just I aerodynamics, Ricky. Yeah, it, the they comfort. they rinse it really hard when they cast the spell this time. Smell, maybe like, some smell like I feel cinnamon. Like you would have capped the speed at some point, no, like, right? I think you're thinking like, of so Brumus, Brumus go fastest, right? And then go no no. Brumus go fast. Brumus go fasterest. <laughs> Boom. Brumus go not too fastestest. Yeah, I don't know. Like, this is a hard there's question. There's the firebolt, right? Because that's the one that Harry has, and it's like, oh shit. He has the Firebolt. No one could even afford that one. Not even the broom store. That's why they were just displaying it. And like... That makes sense. Like, my, uh, the, the tiny little used car place down the street does not have uh, Ferraris in it. Right. That makes sense. Transfiguration's pretty cool, too. It horrifies me. Absolutely. Actually, I think Every maybe just... I think Hogwarts is the best part of Harry Potter, which sure. is the idea that there is an entire school that teaches you all of the secrets to the universe and magic itself... And for some reason, these kids are bitching about homework and shit. And it's like, yeah, your homework is like, how do I turn myself into a cat? Or making a love potion. Inch, ma'am. What? Essays by the inch, I could not deal. Yeah, they did that, Essays by the inch sounds like a rap lyric. But it's about turning yourself into a cat. Okay. It's never not interesting. Okay, well, you can turn yourself into a dog, whatever. I will not. The whole point is that that's never not interesting. (laughs) Defense Against the Dark Arts is pretty cool, too. I don't know. They're all... Everything about it is awesome. (laughs) I really care about this. Done properly, Defense Against the Dark Arts has to be the most boring class. Like, it has to be, like, our, like, how not to get raped classes, our don't trust... Like, if you you have a proper Defense Against Dark Arts culture, you don't need to learn how to, like, stab people from far away. You need to learn how to say... Hey, that man's suspicious. I'm hiding now. No, I disagree. I mean, half the time, the Defense Against the Dark... No, every time the Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher is actually just taught by an ex-con. Is that true? Uh, Voldemort? He didn't do no teaching. He teaches... He was... Quirrell. He was was auditing the class. Well, that means at least Quirrell was a Death Eater. So he's got to be some ex-con. Quirrell was a Death Eater? So then we have Lockhart... Who is not an ex-con. He's a current con. Mm. My people. Um, and then we have year three is Lupin. He's the good one. Okay, he is like, not an wow. ex-con. Okay, yeah, he this, is, though. I think this he is, is. This is like a this is like a British thing where they, they, they outlawed homosexuality. He's like a he's, an, he's a, a criminal by nature. Right. So he is, yes, he's a werewolf. Well, he does, like, murder people, so. He, he? Yeah, eats. he's aware he he attacks people when he turns to a werewolf. Yeah, he, can't con- he can't but control it. That's no, the whole No, they have the, but he the has drink. like a thing that he, he drinks, drink that he drinks that Right, but he didn't always like right. he can't always. But we, when he started off they just put him up in the shack. I don't think he's ever killed anybody. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. I'm Anyways. pretty sure he's attacks him. That's have, like that's why he's so like dark and David Tennant. Oh right. 
Matt he doesn't Moody. teach. Matt he Moody. doesn't teach defense against the dark arts. He does. Right. When? Oh, it's actually it's Barty Crouch, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's Crouch. It's Crouch. He's when not, does he teach it? Huh? In book four. He's, he's, no, he's definitely not in book four. He's, he's polyjuiced as. He's polyjuiced. Oh, as you mean Mad Eye? Yeah. Okay. Um, and then um, we have uh, uh, not an ex-con in book five, but the actual most evil person in the world teaching defense against the dark arts. She can't be. She can't be a con because she's. Uh, right, she's lawful evil. So the law so is we're still from, three from. three for con, yeah. and and two for not, and then we get to book six and it's Snape. Not Snape a con. never got God, convicted in anything. Is a Death Eater. Oh, don't, I, 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 I definitely don't want to have that conversation. Again. <laughs> is a Death Eater. Is you and John eater. can have that conversation. Is a Death Eater. Is a murderer, and then in book seven he's teaching again. Is he a murderer? Yes. In book six, when he is teaching defense against the dark arts. In book seven, he is. For okay, sure. but not in book six. <laughs> but he is. A, he is a con and in besides, book seven. I mean, okay, book seven. He's not really a murderer. He just that was um uh that was your uh, art took a terrifying turn. That was out of assisted nowhere. suicide. That Let was, me see. That was not. I think it's great. <laughs> he was terminal. He was terminal, and he had established beforehand this was no. the way the way that they that he had signed the paperwork. No. This is that is post writing. What is writing, this conversation about it. now? Is it's it Snape, Snape and Dumbledore? Oh yeah, what about it? But because like they knew it was going to go down that way, and Dumbledore was like, he was already terminally ill. That's the deal. Yeah. So it was a suicide, was not, not murder. Is that that's not written in the books? It is. What's not this written? It's terrible. Yeah, hand. in book seven, he's like, because he's got the, the weird shriveled hand. And he's like, I don't have long left. The curse will kill me, or do it for me to make a point. Me, I'm Dumbledore. That's not even my Dumbledore voice. I have one. That me, I'm Dumbledore. <laughs> <laughs> Dumbledore. Dumbledore. At least three of the Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher. Three and a half, if we're not going to count Snape. I mean, I agree that a big element... They were only element, in school for six years, because they didn't actually go I do agree year. that a big element of the stories is that the Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher are always questionable. I mean, that makes sense. Like, I, so, you've been around the Dark Arts? Yeah. Did you defend against them? Sometimes. Like, it's... Yeah. Like you got to, like, let the Dark Arts... But now I think you. the Dark Arts have to defend against me. Oh. I, want, I want Batman as my defense against the Dark Arts. <laughs> <laughs> Don't swear to me. <laughs> swear to me. I am the Dark Heart. Becky, <laughs> what house are you in? Slytherin. I'm, yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah I, I think you might be... You might be a Slytherpuff. I, you have some oh, I don't think you're a Hufflepuff at all. You can't no, crossbreed the house. First off, you absolutely can. No. And second, okay, so it, it depends on what... It, if you're going on a broader interpretation of Hufflepuff past somebody who doesn't get lines in the books, like <laughs> then there's like like uh, people who are willing to help others and uh, generally be there uh, no. for emotional support. Hufflepuff and, is the rest. That's what the song says, and that's what we're going by. If we do, if, if, if you have the, I don't the, think you're a Hufflepuff at all. No, not at all. I don't think there's anything who, about like, you. Who, if I, just I don't text, understand like, Hufflepuff pride either. You're just an extrovert Slytherin. You're not a Hufflepuff. I no, also nobody, please stop rubbing me in the hip. It, it hurts. I, I'm like pushed <laughs> all the way over here. You, have a, you guys haven't seen it, but you and Rachel are it's just not, beating each other. It's a, like, so the thing is, it's the helpfulness. Like, I mean, there's a lookout for your own kind of thing. Like, what is this Slytherin? Like Kyle is the most pure Slytherin I've ever met. Yeah, I agree. Um, it's just ambition and desire to achieve and uh, help those who are helping them. That sounds like Ricky to me. <laughs> Ricky, I think you would help. I don't know and if there's anyone you've ever refused help to. Um, like there's a guy's in a magic store and like, See, I think hey, that's you different. drive. Will you drive us home? And you said sure. I think I think here's the difference between Hufflepuff and Slytherin though. Ricky wouldn't say no if somebody helps, but people don't ask Ricky for help. Ricky they tells them do. how he's going to fix their life. 
first. <laughs> I, Ricky comes in and is like, here's what we're going to do. This. I've Instead seen, of I, waiting for somebody to come up to him, he's just already decided what's going to happen. I think, and that's I, what makes him a Slytherin because he's in control. I did offer those people rides home from Magic, right? And then I offered them rides home and said, hey, I drive Uber, so if you yeah, ever need true. rides to uh, Magic. I get it. Like, <laughs> yeah. But, like, I still, I, I mean, I think, so. Under- I'm devious. You're sl- you're Slytherin for sure. Okay. Okay. Right. What house are you in then? I'm Ravenpuff. Yeah. No, you can't cross. You gotta pick one. Oh, then I'm then I don't, and that Didn't makes you have a. Did you say Ravenclaw? I said Ravenpuff. Oh, you're because you're just Ravenclaw. Because I the think, thing is, a, if you're going by like I think you're a Ravenclaw in universe lore. Sure. If you're between two houses, the the hat lets you pick. Okay. If you're going by in universe lore, I'm American and cannot be admitted to the British institution. Okay. We have a sorting oh, revolver. What a Ravenclaw right. answer! A Shut sorting up, revolver. fucking nerd. <laughs> That's true. There's a Ravenclaw. <laughs> Ooh, do we get a whole spectrum here? Okay, what? what why? Do you think you're Gryffindor? She's I get put Gryffindor. in Gryffindor. Allison is the most Gryffindor person I think that, I think that you, I used to think you were a Slytherin, but I was just getting you confused with Kyle and you're actually a Gryffindor. <laughs> <laughs> I get Gryffindor a lot. I don't think... I get I Hufflepuff think, on quizzes. I don't think Rachel can Hufflepuff. I get Hufflepuff what? on quizzes and I get Gryffindor What, what are you describing in... as Hufflepuff? It's just... It's, we're using the, 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 the bad book version of... No. The rest. The rest, like, the, the don't, don't have personalities? I don't agree. I don't so, no, think no, no. that's It's not that you don't have personalities, what, 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 right? What is your Hufflepuff, Hufflepuff definition? Hufflepuffs are, like, the helpful, empathetic it's, ones. If They're you the don't ones fall that... into brave, ambitious, or wise. <clears throat> if you don't fall into one of those three categories, you're Hufflepuff. You get to fall into your own category, though. So, yeah, I think, I think the, the thing only works if you fix it. Because otherwise we have Gryffindor means you're a main character, and that's a lame house. We have to like right. we have we have to kind of differentiate it out and kind of branch into something vaguely resembling like real reasons to pick each one. Right. And so like if you're going like like that uh, that Hufflepuff are like the golden retrievers of people. Right. It I I think it works fine if like, like for instance uh, Mr. Rogers is a Hufflepuff. Right. I agree. I agree. I I he could think, be Gryffindor. I it depends on the way he's the classes brave. are defined are like by your most. You'd like the, the 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 quality about you that encourages you to do things most. Like, what is the thing that makes you do things? Like, Gryffindors are brave. Like, that's right. why they do things is to go experience the adventure. And Slytherins are like cunning and ambitious. They do things to win and succeed. And Ravenclaws do things to learn and to grow and to experience and knowledge and that kind of stuff. And Hufflepuffs do things for like like empathy they usually do things for other people they they're usually giving it's yeah they're usually I, helping I, I choose to learn like i chose to pursue an academic career path in general because i love the people who are connected to it and yeah i love the minds that i reach towards when i study history and things like that yeah so i think i have an empathy-based ravenclaw-ish right. temperament like but i think i probably am hufflepuff because like, when you look at my teaching style, it is geared so much more to making those kids feel comfortable and welcome than it is to actually teaching them Latin. I agree. I think So I think those are, like, the biggest determining to, to, yeah. things about it. So I do. I think we I think we get a whole spectrum here, but, which is I pretty mean, rare. I don't... All right, let me clarify. I would rather be a Gryffindor than anything else, but uh, because I think it's more interesting. Really? But, yeah, no, I think it's way more interesting. I think that empathy and traits like that are, like, not things that people, like 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 very much and as a really empathetic emotional person i desire to be liked empathy um, is a, empathy is one of those things, things. Mm, that is it's the hufflepuff trap empathy is the thing you notice when it's not there right that's the problem yeah it's yeah. not the thing you appreciate when it's, it is there so like a lot it's it's, a, if you're not an observational person you'll probably take like, this is why hufflepuffs <laughs> come like, together. Si- like nice for what's the bravery quote like bravery is 
uh, doing something even though you know it won't work. Stupidity is the same, and that's why life is hard. That is the quote. I don't like it very much. All right, I think it's time to sum up this one. I've been trying to think of one, but we've we've been sort of all over the place, so I haven't actually thought of anything yet. But we're all past right. our thirty minute mark, right? We, we are. So sum it up. Let's see. How do I how do I sum up this? The podcast? entire podcast in one sentence. Um, let's see. Hurry, snappy. Uh, oh, how about just one word? Go for it. it. Incestuous. <laughs> oh, you heard it here. <laughs> 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 <laughs>